When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. Welcome to Ladies Night at Cobras and Fire. This episode is dedicated to the ladies Rock. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the shameful Luz Cannon. Luz, how are you? I am not well, Baco. I am using this this episode to atone for my sins, to apologize to the female gender. Finally. So, yes, I know. It is. It is. Uh, this episode, you know, this should have happened a lot earlier. But, yeah, this we are going to... I'm going to cleanse myself. Um, You know, think about like a baptism of fire or think of some other. uh, Can you grab the uh, Halford thesaurus and help me out here? Sure. You want to atone for anything? I've already I've already mentioned. Have I mentioned atoning yet? What about reparations? Okay, you want uh, uh, five acres and a mule? (laughs) <laughs> I just want the mule. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to make good. You want to redress, offset some misdeeds. I do. I do, especially for our female audience, which I'm not sure if there is one. But, <laughs> but, 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 but with that said, we have had a huge increase in, in SoundCloud uh, listens lately, and a lot of them that are followed have female profiles, at least. I'm not sure if these are bots or they're real people. But the point is, it doesn't matter. I think there are some things that I have said recently that I need to apologize for. And that's the theme of this episode. 
and that is Ladies of Rock. Right, Baco? My favorite topic. (laughs) We're going to prove it. Taylor Swift? No, no. We're not doing any of that. But before we... No, we're not doing Adele. Before we get into any of that, Baco, uh, because I am springing this episode on you right now, and I know you're already salty about it, but, but I'm telling you, there are some great. I got some great songs here, but first, we got to do. We got to take care of some business, right? So let's talk about. Yeah. Let, let's let's do the thing. Well, uh, I kicked off the last one. Why don't you do the dedication this week? Yeah, Baco. I mean, I, I just want to mention that we are a very innovative podcast. We've revolutionized the entire downloading talk show industry. Oh, in every week. That's right, and we just recently hit a milestone. Correct. Yeah, 3 million plays. 10 million, actually. I'm not sure if you knew the update. Oh, d- wow. Unverified, of course. Of course. So one of the Cheers. Thing- Cheers. <laughs> Clank. But, but going forward, what we also want to talk about is that we want to, you know, we're innovative and we want to actually have a beer. We want to be part of, you know, we love our audience and we want to hang out with them. Yeah, sometimes actually the 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 the, the positive feedback I hear <laughs> is that uh, sometimes people wish we were live shows so they could call in and 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 disagree with us and also sometimes they they, they just crack open a beer and and you know relax you know and drink with us a little bit so this is our way of trying to reach out and do that exactly too. and we want this 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 show is an escape for us we want it to be escape for audience so we'd like to have a beer with you and the closest thing we can do besides hanging out at the rock and pod expo to 2018 on august 26th is that correct 25th, I believe. 25th. But, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get into more details on that pretty soon, Let's uh, coming episodes. Yeah, so, the, you know, I know a couple people have asked me, like, you know, how does this help the show if you guys are using the money to buy beer? <laughs> the, rea- the reality is we're already buying the beer. You're just picking it. Uh, right. The $5 goes, goes to our uh, show costs. So, uh, and, and it's a way to interact with you a little bit too. So yeah. hopefully, uh, this takes off. We've already had a bunch of contributors, so you'll be hearing us talking about people for the next few episodes for sure. Maybe longer if this works out. That's correct. So the first one, do you want me to mention the, the latest contributor? Yes. yes. Okay. This one was dedicated to you, I believe. I'll just say this in a quick phrase and that is damn me to hell, Todd Cunningham. Cunningham. Such an evil bastard. He has uh. contributed to the fund and forced me to buy, uh, and I couldn't find a single of a 12-ounce, I had to buy a 24-ounce bomber, whatever the fuck you call it, of Coors Light. Silo, baby. <laughs> Silo. So, uh, again, damn me to hell, Todd Cunningham. And I'm not even sure I'm going to take a picture with this, because this is like being uh, uh, taking a picture with somebody you don't want to you know, be seen in public. It's kind of like, uh, like Trump and oh, boo. It's kind of like Trump and Stormy Daniels, or whatever her name is. Yes? You know, you're like, damn you, Cunningham. And I'm like, damn you, Cunningham. <laughs> you're just happy you got another Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he picked Coors Light. All I had to do was walk to my fridge. <laughs> and, and take the money as profit. Yeah, well, <laughs> here's to you, Todd. That's right. Taste is, oh, I'm venting and uh, my mountains are blue. Or Because that's a great thing about Coors Light that you don't get with those snooty beers. Is this can tells you it's ready to be, to, to be drank. Yeah, okay. So, you know, they have the whole Coors Light factory here in Golden, Colorado, which is just 25 minutes away. And I remember going out there, and um, you know, my buddy was in town, and, and we were maybe going to do the tour. And they said, oh, it's going to be a two-and-a-half-hour wait. And I was like, I wouldn't even wait 10 minutes to see how you make shitty beer. So I left. 
<laughs> oh, boo. Anyway, thanks, Todd. Smooth, it- smooth. I, I got something to say about this beer, you know, because I, I, ta- I, I get to comment too, right? Oh, of course. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. If, we if, have to do a review. We're doing a review of the beer. So just like last time. Yeah, so what, what are so, your thoughts? My thoughts is it comes in a silver can that is overpriced for what it has. The six pack was $7 versus a beer that actually tasted good was the same price. Um, it has a generic label. It uh, <laughs> looks like something that a hobo would have. And um, uh, it tastes like bear piss. Your, your version. Well, I've never had bear piss, so uh, uh, apparently I enjoy it. Um, I like the, the, the sleek, simple can. It's not named something like, you know, alien butt mist. You know, it's, it's just Coors. You know what? It's named after the family that brewed it. And my God, if you're going to drink 15 beers on a hot day, this is the way to go. <laughs> I will tell you that... that in, in it's a- for people who like to pee a lot without getting too hammered. Thank you. <laughs> It is amazing the amount of liquid you take in drinking that stuff. But uh, but yeah, you can actually if, hydrate with this stuff. If I am at a, at a concert and the choice is Miller Light, Bud Light, and Coors Light, I am going Coors Light. I will I will give you that. Would you agree? Silver Bullet Baby, huh? good enough for Dimebag, good enough for me. Oh, nice. And good enough for Todd Cunningham. Apparently, that's right. But thank you very much. Thank you, Todd. Cheers. So in summary. Go to our Facebook page, click like. We've seen a ton of, of new listens, especially in the older episodes. Yep. Correct, Baco? So, Correct. Uh, really spiky. Yeah, it's actually really surprising. and Random, too, all over the place. Yeah, so, it's, so, so we know that we've got a lot of new fans, but please just, just like that page. Um, and uh, yeah. Buy us a beer. So let me break down why I am talking about atoning for my sins. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, Luis? I'm not sure what's happening now. Well, you know, I got feedback from both uh, uh, of the female variety and the male variety and everything from our little riff on the Black Veil Brides. Right, and and we came <laughs> My up. My wife with a, had some comments about that. Yeah. Yes, and, and so did uh, Fact Bastard and a couple other people. And so I, I want to apologize to the entire uh, female uh, species, and that is that I was just you know we, we, what was the whole thing with the black veil brides? We're coming up with basically the thesaurus of yeah, synonyms nut- for each word of their dumb name. Black veil brides. So we would do so synonyms this, for black or veil or bride. So like onyx cloaked marriage partners or something like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if I was so, saying it, it was that. That's right. And mine always ended. And remember, the last thing was brides. My two ends were uh, uh, the B word and the C word. And keep it I, I clean. Really, yeah. It, <laughs> and, and with that said, I was like, oh, is that a little, uh, is that a little Freudian slip for wife? Right, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I was just throwing out stuff that was that was crazy offensive. Uh, but my do you want to hear is, my wife's comments when she heard that? Oh, please go ahead. Because it, she rarely even like gets this dissecty with it. So I think you might be onto something that it would resonate with the females. She just said, "How come yours are just different words for wife or spouse, and his are just gross?" <laughs> exactly. So, so I apologize, and my apology is an entire episode. That is called not chicks of rock, not broads of rock, not not toots of rock. Babes, it is, not babes. Sluts. That's terrible. I think Whores. now you need. Now we're gonna do two. <laughs> now we're gonna do two episodes called. No, I'm just. But, but, hey, I, I, but hold on. I'm not saying hold, that's what it should be. I'm just guessing. Hold on. But before we go any further, this calls for a misogyny alert. Misogyny alert. Misogyny alert. Misogyny alert. 
But yes, th- these are terrible sins they have to atone for. So again, this episode is called Ladies of Rock. Totally respect for women. You respect women, right, Baco? I have been fortunate my entire life to be, so- be surrounded by strong women. Um, less fortunate to have married one, but, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, she but yes, I, uh, I respect everybody for the most part. That's right. <laughs> Male or female. So you want to kick this off with a song with a female-fronted band? Actually, two. I do not, no, because they're all garbage. <laughs> they're not garbage. <laughs> you're, you're really screwing this up. This is an apology episode. Can you please let me continue? Hey, it's your apology. I'm just sharing my opinion. Play some okay. chick rock. Hey. I <laughs> but I think that you're going to like this song. Heads and up is- to the broads. Hey. <laughs> Misogyny alert. Uh, okay. Have, have, you ever, have you ever heard of the band The Dead Deads? No. <laughs> it's got a great name, but they've been around for a while, and this song showed up on my Spotify playlist, and I was shocked how much you liked it. And that is The Dead Deads off their latest album called Ghosts.
All right, Paco, what do you think of the theme so far? A pretty badass song by the Dead Deads. Yes, it's a great one for the month of Valentine's and uh, all sorts of President's Day. Good good stuff for women. By the way, um, do you remember when, is it called Sweetheart Day? What, what the hell is it in October? It's like October uh, or September. Columbus Day? No, you asshole. <laughs> it's called like Sweetheart Day or... I never or, heard of Sweetheart Day. Huh? Are you making this up? This is like, are you sure you're not thinking of Steelheart God Day? Damn, Steelheart Day! Steelheart Day! <laughs> It's a day that everybody everybody sings. Oh. <laughs> they chop off your balls and sing. <laughs> so anyway, so one of the bands that 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 uh, you know, it's very few times. Like you've played some Lita Ford before. You like some Lita Ford, right? Yeah, I like Lita Ford a little bit. I actually, I'm a fan of Warlock and some of Doro's solo stuff. If you want to talk about. Uh, female-fronted uh, bands. But honestly, my favorite female you musicians aren't typically the artists we play on here. I like, uh, I mean, Stevie Nicks, to me, is one of the most amazing voices. True. Cindy Lauper is a very unique voice. Uh, not really my cup of tea, but at least when you hear her, you know who you're hearing. Uh, as much as I made fun of the A word, at least she she's kind of the cream of the crop right now as far as a voice that stands out. Um you know, there, there, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that 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 I think is good, but it's typically more on the lighter side. Uh, I think Dolly Parton's amazing. Um, you know, so I could go on if I did some more research, but generally speaking, especially in hard rock, you like Liz uh, Liz Fair too, right? Liz Fair, but she's more punk. Sure. Oh, at least her good stuff is. She did try to turn into a um, a sex pop tart, but then that, people realize yeah. she's ugly. I don't Misogyny agree, alert. But, but yeah, that was a weird turn. Misogyny alert. Misogyny alert. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, if I followed it up with women need to talk about how good looking Lemmy is, and I swear to God, if you go back and, I mean, how many times we made fun of men's appearances on this show, I think I'm fine. All right, fine. So let's talk Way about. Way more than I picked on women. This might, this might be the first one. Let's talk about a band that uh, came out in the, I'd say, late 90s or early 2000s that completely. I guess idolized just rock, and that is the Donnas. Did you like them at all? Yeah, sure, they got a couple records. They're more pop punk in my mind. But uh, are you trying to make me, uh, based on what we were just talking about, you're trying to you setting me up for a, a bass player joke here because I I, I don't think I want to play that game. No, I'm not. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. So, oh yeah, I mean, me either. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, that's cool. Oh, by the way, just quick quick props. The misogyny alert you've heard so far is from the podcast in, from Nashville called "Blame Your Brother," given to me by the uh, uh, by the host. So check it out. It's BTOB. So just go search "Blame Your Brother" on iTunes or any any podcast service, and you'll find it. It's a very funny show. Continue, Baco. I I thought you were talking. Oh, all right. So I'll go back to it. So come on, like, did did you own uh, what albums do you have? Do you have any albums by them? Do you have Spend the Night, Gold Medal, Bitchin, Turn Twenty One, Turn Twenty One? Okay, so you have Turn Twenty One. Um, you know, you should have bought it on a whim too. Never even heard them. Just thought the cover was cool. Thought the concept of them being twenty one uh, was and calling the album that was kind of neat. Yeah, they're they're a very interesting band because the. Um, Spend the night. They were definitely a pop punk, and then spend the night was completely. Have you ever heard that album, start to finish? Yes, I've, yeah, of course. That I mean, I get where you're going because that's like uh, you know my friend Wilson. That's the album he goes to, okay. which is 
you know, um, a, a sign. But uh, yeah, they, they they lightened up a little bit. But you know, I mean, just because they did a Kiss cover doesn't mean they're a, they're a, a straight up rock band. They they are more pop punk. No, that particular album though was completely Kiss worship. There's a song called Dirty Denim, which sounds like uh, I think Ladies in Waiting or something like that. But anyway, so that album was that, and then the next album, Gold Medal, was more like your classic rock, like kind of your, I guess, I don't know how to describe it, but it was, it was a little different. And then their album, Bitchin', was all about like 80s worship, but it was like an homage, but it wasn't aping. It was like more, it was genuine. So between all those... So when you hear a song like Take It Off, that sounds different than anything they did before, because that is exactly what they were doing the entire time. Everything I've heard by the Donners reminds me of everything they've ever done. I don't think they had this, this like creative arc that they well, were trying I, different I things. They were just a, a, a three-chord pop-punk band. They, they actually wrote some pretty good hooks. And, uh, and, you know, I actually like the singer's voice. Yeah. Even though she's not she's not like a, a rangy, great singer. It just fits what they do. Right. But it, but those all those albums, Up to Spend the Night, are very similar. I'm just telling you that Gold Medal and Bitchin' are Take different. Take It Off is Off of Spend the Night, and that is basically could fit on every record. So. Right. I just said that. I said Spend the Night and Everything Before is similar. Gold Medal and Bitchin' are different. I'm telling you.
Donna's have covered Kiss, they've covered Motley Crue, and I understand you have some information on Motley Crue in a motion picture. Yeah, you, you've, I mean, they've been talking about doing The Dirt as a movie for a long time. Ten you years, it, right? probably. You know, here's my, my initial thoughts on this. Uh, I, I I hear people who are fans of Motley Crue, and I'm probably talking to you, Wally Gator, but not just you. Plenty of people get their fucking panties in a bunch over the idea, this is going to be awesome. Watch every single movie that's either about a rock band or it has a rock band in it, like Airheads, which is, you know, not a real rock band, or The Doors, a real rock band, where they make a movie. They are all fucking horrible. It has never been done good. There's not one biopic drama that actually delivered. They're all just misrepresentations of you know stereotypes and they focus on that if you like the movie Rockstar and that resonated with you bro this movie probably has a shot of being good for Paco. you but you're you're also a fucking idiot because Rockstar was an insult to anybody who liked metal music man yes i said it there were no fucking tribute bands in 1987 <laughs> Baco, can I Marky Mark did oh. not look believable in a wig. No, he didn't, but you know what was believable? Is the You're not going to say Brendan Fraser in a wig. <laughs> no, I'm going to say what was believable was the fact that the end, that that at the end of the movie in the credits you saw Marky Mark breakdance in a wig. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That that shows That was the highlight. Yeah, it really you, was. Yeah. That was a yeah. horrible. Jennifer Aniston is the worst representation of a groupie. Of all time, oh. wouldn't you say? Oh my God! I mean, how many fucking dumb thing, dumb stereotypes are there in that? I mean, it's like, oh, there's our manager. He's English. Uh, hey, you can't ride in the bus. The girls ride in a car separately. No, they don't even fucking go. Are you Jesus Christ? Hey guys, don't get me going. Uh, Barky Mark was great in Rockstar. How about we have Tom Cruise and uh, what the fuck was that movie? Hey, at least that was a spoof fucking musical. That is true. It was, it was, it wasn't. It was farcical. Rock of Ages is what you're thinking. Yes, but yes. Continue. That, that was, Continue. Now I should have been hired as a creative consultant on that because I would have told them that Rain and Blood was never featured in any Tower Records as a fucking complete wall drop in 1986 while you're playing Crazy Nights from Kiss, which came out in 1987. Anyway, but so this Dirt movie is apparently getting closer to getting made. It's got its 19th director, 53rd screenwriter. Nikki Six is excited for the 80th time. Hold on. And Before you go any further, is the director for Bad Grandpa on board still? I hope so, but no, I have no idea. That was the last update I had. Oh, my God. Uh, but uh, some casting has been announced for the Dirt Ooh, movie. Good. Um, uh, <laughs> Please. Please. Uh, I, okay, I gotta. Are, are you reading the press release right now, Baco? Are you looking at the highlights? What, what's going on? According to Ultimate Classic Rock, Game of Thrones actor Iwan Iwan Rehan is set to play Mick Mars, and so I, I have no idea who that is, but a, he must be one of the the frailest looking people on the planet. Uh, do you know who that is? Do you watch Game of Thrones? I don't. I've never seen it. Oh, sure. He was he was eaten by a dragon in episode th episode five. Fantastic. Uh, so he's perfect for the part. Uh, London-born actor. Ooh, London-born. That makes sense because uh, Nikki Six was in the band London. 
We'll play Nikki Six. Uh, Douglas Booth. I've never heard of him either. Have you? Uh, no, no, not at all. C- continue, please. This sounds amazing. And rapper Machine Gun Kelly is on tap to play Tommy <laughs> Lee. <laughs> now him I've name. heard of. What? Yeah. Now I've him, seen... Yeah, I've heard of him. The only reason I've heard of him is that he keeps showing up on AEG fests, and I think of where I'm not going to be during that time. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. It's like they just like, we need somebody who's basically on heroin, six feet four, and uh, weighs 40 pounds. Yeah, it's like, um, a, hey, uh, here's AEG Fest. There's Machine Gun Kelly, and there's Yellow Wolf. Those two yeah, guys yeah, are Yellow always. Wolf's the other one, yeah. Yeah, continue. Uh, and uh, last but not least, Vince Neil is going to be played by Danny DeVito. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see him? Can, you know what would be great? He's through the entire movie. He keeps screaming about the jewel from the Nile he lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, another fresh movie reference from his <laughs> That's right. You know, you don't appreciate that? Yeah. I mean, what, why can't it be like a it's always sunny in Philadelphia joke? I mean, you know, you, you go back to the <laughs> 80s. It's, it's more like, uh, Nikki! Nikki! I have gonorrhea! Nikki! <laughs> Nikki! I think I'm gonna get charged for rape! <laughs> or manslaughter, or... or Turns your... out, I'm good! <laughs> yeah, I saw in the press release, too, in the fine print that uh, the craft <laughs> services, uh, all the catering was, was taken care of by Chipotle. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, and you got to make sure you ask for your double meat after you, they put the first scoop in there. Even <laughs> even on set. Even on even set, on you got to make sure. Yeah. Is that he yeah, knows I, the I, trick. He knows the trick. If you ask for double meat prior, <laughs> you're getting shafted. DeVito's going to... He's going to dress <laughs> like he did in Batman. He's going <laughs> to... <laughs> he's gonna be Vincent the the penguin as Vince Neil. <laughs> the penguin. <laughs> Have you heard anything about how things are amongst all those guys, the four of them, like personally since they they ended? I mean, they really don't talk to each other. Uh, And if I was Nick, if I was Nikki Six, I would literally (laughs) like try to make sure that like every scene the guy playing Vince Neil is holding a Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? He's like, he's like, I. You can't fire me. I quit. And then he takes a bite of a burrito. <laughs> and then Karabi shows up. Yeah. Hey, guys. Again. <laughs> Those guys are nothing but a train wreck. Mick, Mick Mars just, is just like stumbling around. <laughs> looking like he ain't a man. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mick Mars. Mick Mars is like a blow up doll for the entire movie. <laughs> this is a mannequin strapped to a pole. <laughs> <laughs> he says nothing. Yeah. He, he has no. He has dialogue. It's just he's a mannequin. He has, <laughs> don't even he, move. He, he's he like says, the adults on Charlie Brown. <laughs> 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 That's right. Just does that. He just says things like I don't like life. And then they just go on to the next scene. What do you say? Yes, I, that's. I, I think they need to have us write the script and direct. <laughs> it can't be 
any worse than what the yeah. final product's going to be. I'll tell you that much. I guarantee it would be better. You'd at least <laughs> laugh. Oh, my God. So we're going to play one of uh, Meister's uh, biggest uh, loves, uh, infatuations, uh, restraining order bands, and that is the Diamonds. And this song, which I played leaving work today, and that was I Gotta Get the Fuck Out of Here.
let's do what we do best, and that's to talk not about the music we're playing. What do you have, Bucko? Steven Adler is, uh, you know, he's an original member of Guns N' Roses, as you know. Um, oh, he, the drummer. He, yeah, and he uh, he's uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the only record he's really contributed to. Oh, okay. Well, so good for him. I'm, I'm celebrating it, too. Uh, well, yeah, and how is that? Well, I sent out a press release. It's going to have the same uh, impact as his. <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea. I think I will also be celebrating the 30th anniversary <laughs> of Appetite for Destruction. Baco of uh, Minnesota <laughs> is also celebrating. Uh, no, you know, I we can poke fun at uh, Steven Adler, but I, I will say this. If I was the drummer on Appetite for Destruction, uh, and everybody would fucking know it. <laughs> if I could tell him, I would. That's right. For the rest of my life. But right. it is funny that he, <laughs> he is going out on his 30 years of destruction tour. Would you like to hear some of the highlights? Please. I, I just want to know, is this Adler's appetite or what's the, uh, yeah, what's the well, lineup? I, it, yeah. it just says Steven Adler, original drummer for uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, and then this is a tweet from Alex Grossi that he's sharing the poster. At least that's where I saw it. Uh, do you know who Alex Grossi is? Please uh, inform me because I do not. If you had uh, a, a tiny bit of success, think Bullet Boys, L.A. Guns, that kind Ooh. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. In, in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then um, about, I don't know, somewhere between 95 he was in your band at some point after that. The guy has basically been the guy after the guy after the guy in a lot of bands that didn't really get to the level of success that Guns N' Roses did. So it's perfect that the drummer from Guns N' Roses, who didn't do anything after this record, is that he has him in his band. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, over 100 million records sold worldwide. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> But seriously, I mean, Guns N' Roses combined may have reached 100 million records, but nothing. nothing I mean, he only played on the one, and then um, on Lies, uh, those two records combined didn't hit 100 million. No, Why that's bullshit. Because the 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 claim to fame for Appetite is it's the biggest selling debut album of all time, I believe, or at least for rock, and also it's 20 million or 25 million sold. So that that is the stat he can use is 25. Let's just call. Okay. It. I'll give him 30. But not sure, 100. fair enough. <laughs> And, you know, considering how big reality TV is, this might be his biggest claim to fame, believe it or not. What's that? Well, he puts it on his poster. Breakout reality TV star of VH1 Celebrity Rehab and, <laughs> and, sober, <laughs> and sober House with Dr. Drew. Is Dr. Drew a real doctor? I don't think so, but he, that's at the end of it? Is Dr. Drew? Yeah, with Dr. Drew. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Give me the two reality... T- TV shows again. Celebrity Rehab what? and Sober House with Dr. Drew. So Rehab and Sober. Breakout star. Think of what he had to do to get to that point. Yeah, well, he had to drum and the appetite for destruction and then <laughs> become a junkie. Uh, it sounds like he already was, though. Uh, oh and my God. this last one, I am totally not going to give him. One of the most recognizable and iconic rock drummers of all time. Wow. Ah, he's outside the 20, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he's famous to a certain level, but recognizable, iconic. No, he's, he's, he's famous for being Eddie Trunk's friend. I'm going to stomp you, Eddie. <laughs> uh, turn, turns out I was wrong. I had I think, a stroke. I think he was. 
God. He, I think he was on that metal show like every other episode. Just there. <laughs> All he yeah, would do. like six a day, so he was there for yeah. a week. I love how they said it was on for 11 seasons. 11 seasons was, was recorded in like six months. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they would well, do. Well, look at Dancing with the Stars, season 30, and it's been on the air for eight years. So. That's true. That's true. I'll give them that. Back to 30 years of destruction. I will say this. Uh, if you want to see them, it sounds like you're going to have to book them yourself. Because <laughs> Alec, there's no tour dates announced, uh, just, just a poster. And Alex Grossi's tweet includes booking information and it has his email address on it so you have to contact <laughs> Alex Grossi formerly of Enough's Enough to get Adler's Appetite to your I don't know your bedroom or whatever I will say this if this comes within 40 miles of my house I'm fucking there <laughs> it's the same thing as you want to see the Corey Feldman live right oh, oh yeah <laughs> I'd probably drive 100 miles for Feldman <laughs> I'd like to get into something that kind of ties into the core of our show a little bit. Is that cool with you, Luce? Maybe bring it down, be a little more serious? 
I love the core. Okay. Well, of course, you know, like we 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 talk a lot of you know about a lot of different things, and and, and of course we talk a lot of shit, uh, but. What we try to do is offer, you know, a voice for for newer bands and and newer music, and we do that because of of the way you know it reminds us of how we felt when we were younger and we found a new band, right? Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't do this show. I mean, we we we're a bunch of goofs all the time, but would we actually take time out of our lives to do the show if we weren't passionate about music? I mean, I would, but you probably wouldn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got the new John Karabi uh, album. It, you know, it, it was cool. It's a double live. Uh, um, it's him with with like uh, his own solo band doing the '94 Motley Crue record. Right, right. I got it on vinyl right, right, with right. a digital download, and I got it on I think Tuesday or Wednesday. I still haven't listened to it. Oh, man. Okay. Now tomorrow. Was... No, that now that's that's more of a personal thing. You know, when I was like in if I was in junior high or high school and I had the the new like Judas Priest album or Kiss album. Even if I listened to it the night before, I could I couldn't focus on school. I would right. only be thinking about going home and listening to that fucking new Wasp tape. You know what I'm saying? And so now I'm like, I need to really make me time. I need time <laughs> for me. I want to absorb this record. This I'm really looking forward to hearing this record. I don't want to do it half-assed. I don't want to quickly download the MP3 file, throw the headphones on, and listen to it while my wife tries to talk to me as we're watching TV. You get what I'm saying? I no. want to have it when I can absorb it. Can, can I add to this real quick? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, what you want to do is you want to have, you want to listen to it. On, you have the vinyl, right? Yep. Okay, so you want to sit on your couch. You want to have a Monsters of Rock experience. You want to masturbate into a shower while you're listening to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just going to do that. I'm going to crank the stereo, go into my bathroom, and jerk <laughs> off in the shower. Right, because we love the music. Uh, so continue, please. But I heard that they were giving away concert tickets on the local radio station. And believe it or not, I'm tying this all together, people. Please. Uh, not to John Karabi. Just, I, I think it was fucking Corn or something, Jonathan Davis. And they're like, caller 10. I remember when they would like... Who wants to eat a pile of vomit? You know, yeah, they would just, people would do stunts. Now kids eat Tide Pods just to eat a Tide Pod. In my uh, day, we would eat a Tide Pod for front row seats to Motley Crue. I understand we that. Cared. That's it right. mattered. It was something. And I think part of the reason is there's technology and, and all these things to ban. But the, the reality is, is that there is not this connection to music. Because, I don't know, even the people I went to school with that weren't like you and I that really got into it, we're still into it. Even the people that liked the music that sucked liked music. They talked about it. They talked about the latest John Cougar fucking video. You know, it was something we discussed and embraced. And it was part of our life. And now I think part of the problem, Luce, is that, like, Lyrically, there's nothing that resonates with with the kids growing up. Uh, say what you want about Nikki Six, but when you're 14 years old, it sounded like that guy was writing lyrics for you. Every Paul Stanley interview sounded like he was talking to you. Wasp, it was like that guy understands me. It's like all they have now. The only artist that I see that resonates with people in a passionate way lyrically is Taylor Swift, and I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, I see that. I mean, I mean Taylor Swift. I mean, if she would she would say "fuck like a beast," things would be much better, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, let me get into a little bit of a rant. 
please. Uh, this this wasn't already a rant. Yeah, yeah, that was just the pre-rant. But, but, but in all seriousness, there used to be like this natural arc for how we got into music. You know, initially it was through your friends at school or maybe radio or MTV or something, whatever, depending on when you grew up. It you liked what you liked and a lot of that had to do with the friends you were hanging around and you talked about the latest song or video that's what you did it was a social like part of your social life then you or one of your friends gets a license you know as you as you get older and you start going to concerts and you're slamming six packs in parking lots and <laughs> firing firing up a joint when the lights go down and then in college music is still important but the shadow of higher learning turns you into a judgmental douche and you engage in academic discussions over the latest Soundgarden record. Then you get married and you have kids and the next thing you know you want to you're listening to children's music and fucking NPR in the minivan until one day your <laughs> wife plans a garage sale and wants you to go through a box of junk in the attic or, or garage or, or basement barrel. and that's where you see your old records and you feel like the last nine years of your life have been one big chunk of shit. Every weekend of the past decade has been filled with activities you never wanted to do. Family get-togethers, kids' activities, Ooh. fucking church. You stare at those records and you see freedom. And suddenly the idea of leaving your <laughs> wife and kids and taking your record collection to live in an efficiency uh, to live in an efficiency apartment eating mac and cheese while the cops pound on your door because your neighbor complained about you cranking rat out of the cellar at four in the afternoon too loud sounds like heaven. And then your wife walks by and says something like, huh, we're definitely getting rid of those. And you're back to the reality of your shitty fucking cycle of life of getting into music. That's how it goes, right? I mean, what you're at that stage now? I'm not sure. Uh, Baco, I have nothing else to say. I, I, if, <laughs> if, 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 if uh, right now, I just want to let you know that that if I was on the Monsters of Rock cruise, I'd be masturbating through the entire the entire uh, uh, little thing you did. That was beautiful, man. Come on, that's that's my life all the time. When you're doing all this stuff that you don't want to do, oh, right? God, it sucks, doesn't it? I feel oh. for everybody. I'm uh, I'm so happy we didn't have an emptiness syndrome in our house. It was like. Bye-bye. <laughs> it was like, we can go back to doing stuff. Yes. I mean, that is amazing. That is true. The whole thing about it is, is that time is precious. And you have yeah. your time with your family. But the problem is, a lot of times, is you don't have time for yourself. And that is uh, I that thought is the, the message was, you should, if you're, you're going to eat a Tide Pod, do it for concert tickets. <laughs> that is actually the speech. <laughs> You should end it. You should end it with that. You should actually take that speech on the road, and then at the end, because I was so uh, just so drawn to to uh, you, you have such a compelling message that if at the end of you said, "Now raise your Tide Pods and put them in your mouth and bite down hard," it would be like Jonestown of Cobras and Fire. <laughs> Can we do this, Baco? Can we take the show on the road and exterminate morons from across <laughs> across our nation? We're gonna we're gonna bring back music's importance by killing off kids. That's right. Let's kill off everybody, and the people that will remain will like Wasp. <laughs> <laughs>
So do you have any new Cobra hacks for us, Luce? Something that I, uh, I can disagree with on an ethical level and probably most of the listeners as well. Of course, of course. I'm here to help. I'm here to, you know, um, I am morally. Violate our morals. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, my morals are questionable and I'm, I'm here to share. But this is also to help. Again, we are here to help. We're here to better the human species. Isn't that our goal? Always, always. Always, always. Okay, so here's two quick hacks. Very simple. I'll start with one that you sent to me because you were inspired by my unethical behavior. <laughs> right? Yeah, I suppose. Why don't you describe it to me? Why don't you tell me the, the tip that you told um, me about garage sales? <laughs> oh, you want, me to, you want me to do it? Okay, I'll do it. You want me to lead? Because Fine. my dad actually took his sockets back to uh, Sears a couple times, buddy. <laughs> okay. So let's say that you need a whole new set of tools. And you didn't yes. want to eat. You wanted everything. You wanted wrenches. You wanted screwdrivers. You wanted drill. You want everything. You want to just stock your entire garage. You could do that for probably less than 20 bucks. And let me tell you how. You go on a garage sale spree. You pick up every single thing that's a craftsman tool. And what is the rule with a craftsman tool, Baco? Guaranteed for life. Warranted Guar- for life. Warranty guaranteed for life. You take that shitty ass bent screwdriver, drill, whatever you want to do, and you take it to Sears and they will exchange it for a shiny new one. That is a great hack, wouldn't you say? And it's real, too. Although you might want to move quick because uh, Sears might be done. It <laughs> <laughs> is true. They're about to go out of business, mostly because of the hack. I think, right? Uh, mostly because of millennials. No. no. <laughs> so that's just get, get new tools. Old. It's stupid. Oh, I want it's tools so from dumb. A new place. So dumb. Yeah, I want new Amazon tools. They're nicer, right? Yeah. I heard that, until yeah, that's lame, and then I want something else. That's right. They're they're Alexa compatible. So oh. let's go on to um, <laughs> let's go on to the next. The other one is really simple. Do you like coffee? I enjoy coffee very much. Okay. Is there any specific place that, you know, you want to make it at home, you want to save money, you want to do all this stuff like that, but is there any specific vendor of coffee that you will occasionally go to? Oh, yeah. I love gas station. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I can no, never see, get... There is uh, actually, uh, as far as gas stations go, I like Holiday. As far as where you're actually heading, I like Caribou. Oh, yeah, I got, I got Caribou. Yeah, we got that around here. Well, Caribou actually owns Einstein now, or vice versa. Yeah, something like that, yes. And I, get, I, and I prefer Einstein bagels over Brugger's, so Brugger's and Starbucks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, All right. and apparently I'm a big fan of uh, Charlie Benante's uh, uh, coffee and Dave Ellison, So Oh, good. Excellent. So, so uh, hopefully they're not listening. Here's ways you can steal coffee. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. So this is for real coffee drinkers. Uh, this is not for your latte pumpkin spice bullshit. Uh, yeah. Well, with that, I will say this. If, if you need coffee with anything, that just means you don't like coffee. Correct. Black is the way to go. Black is the way to go. Maybe a little bit in there. I'll, I'll give bit, it that. Whatever. But a, if you're doing like bit. a pumpkin spice garbage or this thing basically looks like a chocolate malt, you, you don't like coffee. Okay. Just no. just deal with it. That's right. Just go take one of those uh, what are those caffeine pills they sell at the gas stations? Speed. <laughs> Speed. 
speed crack with all energy those those energy shots that's nothing but just uh, like, no dose is that where you were going uh, no it's not even no dose it's like it's like 24 or four hour energy you know those little squirts 24 hour energy whatever it's like 20, five hour energy or whatever, <laughs> 24 hour energy ah! just screaming it's like my kids after a, uh. a milkshake anyway so the point is this is for real coffee drinkers just like you know beans water ends up in a cup that's what you drink. So this is the deal. On a Monday, you go to Starbucks, you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you go to Einstein's, wherever the fuck your pleasure is. They give you a cup. Do they give you a cup, correct? Yes? Yes, they give you a cup. Okay. At, or Panera Bread, too. All these places, <laughs> uh, all you need is that fucking cup, and that is your basically your VIP backstage pass. You keep that in your goddamn car. I pay for one coffee a week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all I do is I walk in, and I don't care if it's if I have a Starbucks cup or Einstein. All that shit is an open fucking trough. <laughs> you go up there, just keep refilling your shit until you're all cracked out on caffeine, and you pass out in the parking lot. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Even at Starbucks, where you have to actually give them the cup, you look at them and you go, you can either say this wasn't made right, or you can just say I'd like a refill. Nine times in a ten. They just give it to you. Sometimes they say, oh, is this your first refill of the day? You go, yes. You give them 50 cents. So you're out 50 cents. Uh, I will never do that. <laughs> really? I did it tw- I did it twice today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's your hack. Coffee and free tools from, from Sears. What do you think? Uh, that's good. That's, that's great. Uh, Perfect. Uh, so uh, Please don't, don't do it. So with that said, I think we need to make a Cobra's left and go to Denmark. What do you say, Baco? Sure. And uh, we're going to do a push here. That is a song that could not be as incredible as it is without the female vocals from Um, what's her name? Pernille Rosendahl from the band. She's from the storm. (laughs) The storm only because we're looking at this on Wikipedia. This is one of my favorite Volbeat songs. And that is called Marianne's place. That's right. So you want to close this out, Baco? You bet. Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. And we are completely respectful of women and the contributions they made to society and rock music as a whole.
there Baco yeah and just oh my god what the fuck is wrong with my brain you can't fire me I quit and then he takes a bite of a burrito (laughs) Uh, and uh, last but not least Vince Neil is going to be played by Danny DeVito it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 